Hello and welcome folks to episode 111 of the Ministry of Dice podcast. We're a UK-based podcast talking about all things Dice Masters. I'm Chris, otherwise known online as the true Mr. Six, and that geezer over there is Andy, a.k.a. Funky Funkerson. Funky Funkerson. Do you live in Funk Town? Uh, funkin' well do. <laughs> you thought of one this week. What? Yeah, I did about two seconds before i said it in fact it wasn't quite formed until it started coming out of my mouth oh well that's the, that's that's always the best podcast content the stuff that's not quite fully formed until it starts coming out of your mouth <laughs> that's what we're here for and considering how tired i am i think that's a whim well yeah we'll take it we'll take it right to the bank for sure Cha-ching. yeah so here we are again folks two weeks have passed i know you've been very sad very lonely without us but we have returned as always steady goes the ship that is the ministry of dice podcast and while last episode was the dice masters versus cancer pre-show special today's episode is the dice masters versus cancer after show special whoop, whoop. god the police <laughs> it's the sound of the police so yeah it is our intention today to talk about all things dice masters versus cancer and get everyone clued in and up to speed around the events that have been taking place and a few things that are going to be carrying on to to the end of the month as well in terms of our fundraising effort but before we do yeah. although i think this is going to be quite short before we do what have you been up to in the last two weeks my good man went to a tournament <laughs> yeah, she did, but don't talk about that yet. We got <laughs> we're saving that. <laughs> so a bit of single set prep for said tournament was uh the order of the day. Uh settled on a team. I like the uh Warriors three because they are quite cool and uh had been playing around with them. You can see those games on the uh, YouTubes. Yeah, although on that note, I'm I'm missing one. I think I've forgot to put one up. Yeah, I think I got so wrapped up in getting things ready for the weekend that I uh, I missed it off my to-do list. Well, not good enough. No. But by the time this episode goes out, I'll put it up. So there'll be two there'll be two live games hitting the channel this weekend and it will be the one before last and the one that we'll be playing later. Oh, that's cool. Mm. Double whammy. Uh so just been playing around with them. Like the single set format, it's nice and easy to build for. Um, which is always good. Yeah, I, I joked when we when we published the team building format for the event. I joked saying that you, you were leaning heavily into this one, and I'm quite convinced it's so that you only have to get one box off the shelf. <laughs> <laughs> we well, you know, it, it makes it it's easy to get involved in. You know, you know, it's it's good, mm. and uh, I think everyone enjoyed it greatly. But we'll talk some more about that later. Other than that, not too much. Be playing a little bit Apex. Uh, still enjoying the new season. Uh, also been playing a round with Dauntless again. Going on to that. Oh yeah. Uh, did a bit of that last night. That was fun. Chopping up big monsters. Very good. And is that pretty much it? Oh, there you go. Really Very exciting. I am exciting. Um, indeed you are. Yeah. But yeah, that's really me. Not much more to report other than that. All right, fair enough. Well, to be fair, I've, I haven't been all that much more exciting either, to be to be fair. 
on the non-Dice Masters front, uh, the, the only bit of tabletop gaming I've done that hasn't been Dice Masters related is I got my hostage negotiator game out the other night. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I haven't, and that was kind of the point. Well, um, uh, as many of you all know, I've I moved house a couple of months back, and I am slowly, very slowly, unpacking boxes. Classic Chris tangent for a minute on the other channel on the Mod Extra Games and Collectibles channel. I've just uh, I wanted to do a video about my Akira collectibles, and I've just kicked it off with the trading cards. And so I went rooting around in the boxes to try and find my Akira stuff, so that I could make the video out of it, and came across another random box of games. Whoop, whoop. And in that random box of games was said Hostage Negotiator, the the first edition. Um, and so I thought, ooh, yeah, I've not played that in a while. I'll give that a little whack. So uh, while some Strictly Come Dancing results show action was going on on Sunday night, I was feeling a bit tired after you know the late night streaming and what have you of the event on Saturday. I thought, I'll just have a quiet minute to myself on the dining room table and play my game while they're all watching who the winners and losers are in Strictly this week. Cool. Nah, not really. It didn't go very well. The um, okay. No, Boom. the terrorist murdered more than half of my hostages. So, yeah, still nice distraction for a minute. <laughs> why are you not watching Strictly? What do you mean why? We don't need to. <laughs> we don't need to go into that. No, we don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's not a fuse you want to like. <laughs> I'm sure the audience is sick of hearing me whinge about Strictly Come Dancing. I hate this little four-month period. Oh, I'm a celebrity starting, though, isn't it? That'd be good. Uh, well, unfortunately for me, in my household, that is not one that is of interest. They do the Bake Off and they do Strictly, but they don't do I'm a Celebrity or Big Brother, any of the other ones. See, I quite enjoyed I'm a Celebrity, where it's in the castle in Wales last year. I'll be uh, watching it again this year. I'm a Celebrity, get me out of here. I thought they went to the... Oh, no, it's all right. I, as the words came out of my mouth, I realised that they likely didn't go to the jungle because... They, yeah, yeah. I realised almost as soon as I said it what the reason behind that was. Uh, on the Dice Masters front, obviously we're going to talk a lot more about the Dice Masters versus Cancer. Well, so you didn't play this weekend. We should point that out, actually. I didn't sacrifice myself for the great good... Yeah, we wanted an even number to avoid a buy, so Andy stepped out and joined me on the stream. However, right up until the last minute, we were preparing you as if you were going to play. So I've been, I've built quite a few single set teams over the last couple of weeks and played them, just different things, just to for Andy yeah. to practice against. Really, um, yes, yeah, so that's been good. Uh, what did I play last week? I can't even remember. Uh, it was proper strong, whatever it was. You had Spider Man. It was. Um... The uh, Infinity Gauntlet set. Oh, yeah, that's right. Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, that was kick-ass. Uh, centred around the... My win condition was that uh, eight-cost She-Hulk, the one with Overcrush that gets cheaper by the amount of dice that you got in the field. So, yeah, that that was pretty strong. But again, the Infinity Gauntlet control, I think, was what won it out for me. Yes, very impressive with... What did you have? You had the Spider-Man. You had Drax. Uh, you had another bit of removal that the Black Widow, Widow. yeah. And um, between those three, uh, there wasn't much chance of getting the uh, the the three big boys out at the same time. 
Yeah, well, I've come to uh, having played against your Warriors three teams uh, because you've been a big fan of the combo for a long time. So I've played it previously, and then had a reminder of why how much I don't like it again this last couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, it, it's very apparent to me that it's Hogan that you want out the picture. Yeah, you say that. I mean, he's got the intimidate, and he gives them all intimidate. So yes, absolutely, that is a bit of spot removal. The um, the deadly, but I think the deadly and. The overcrash also does a job as well. So, uh, yes, I just think it's more manageable. I suppose would be a better way of putting it. Then, yeah. you know, the, the your tools to deal with deadly and overcrush are more readily available across a number of different sets than the tools to deal with intimidate. Yeah. I, I mean, I mean, there's basically John Cena in there and a Batgirl. Isn't there a Batgirl that? Oh, I suppose Constantine as well. He would be all right. Well, maybe there is a few sets with counters to intimidate, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah. You've gone quiet again. Oh, sorry. I moved away from the mic a little bit. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, was, I was swinging around in my chair. Fair enough. Uh, and then the week before that, was that my WWE team? Yes, it was. Yeah. That was quite good. Gave the Kane Undertaker combo a go. Yeah. Uh, and that was that was a muscly slugfest. The Warriors 3 versus a bunch of wrestlers. We were definitely smacking into each other brutally through the well, course of that game it's good it's good solid slapping and then we also did a you did a justice one as well i think the week before that yeah although i think we've spoken about that one haven't yeah. we i think that one's been have, yeah, yeah but i've been uh, yeah i've been playing around and i've actually got another one andy wanted to play his single set team tonight i think mostly because you didn't get a chance to play it at the weekend that's right you got yeah. me so I built a I built another one for for our stream tonight, and then we'll put a single set to bed for a bit. Do you think the team tonight is what you would have played if you were playing? Um, no, it would have been a contender, I think. But uh, I mean, I honestly don't know what I would have played had I been playing at the weekend. It's an interesting would you question. Have angled towards power or nostalgia? Probably nostalgia. Yeah. Probably nostalgia. I mean, the WWE was a, a, an effort to make something different that you weren't going to expect when I put that one together. However, the Justice League team, I mean, everybody knows, big DC fanboy. I've played that Green Arrow to death uh, and Justice League teams to death. So, you know, that would be high on the list. Uh, tonight's team is definitely a kind of got a nostalgic vibe to it for a set that I was particularly fond of. I do lean more into the controlly stuff that i've enjoyed from days gone by so yeah probably nostalgia i thought cool uh, yeah yeah and then the uh, only other thing dice masters related so i've been talking about it for months now that i've been working on some new pages for the website um so i've started publishing those said pages that i've been working on it's taken me long enough hasn't it it has. What pages are they? Yeah, so it's the useful resources section that I've been working on, which is in the header bar on the web page, which is britrollersix.com. We've got the Mod Cribs Guide to Playing Online, which has been around for a little while, and uh, things like the Marketplace and the useful links. But I've added to that a page now that's uh, called the Guide to Dice Masters Promos. Ooh. Yeah, so I've I've been through literally years worth of WizKids blog posts, old tournament announcements, uh, tournament reports of my own and stuff to try and sort of pin down 
promo cards, what was awarded when and why, uh, to put some uh, galleries together, along with some information about you know when they were available, how they were available, and such like. So we've now got I've got every card from every organised play kit photographed and galleried up. All the promotional gifts, you know, like the collector's box promos and uh, the gravity feed purchase little bonus nice. cards and stuff and then mostly all of the competitive event prizes all in a gallery as well so all the foils over the years and stuff uh, i'm missing a handful that's very cool yeah so that's that's the first of a couple of pages that i've been whittling away at steadily i think i mentioned that i was trying to find my promo dwarf, dwarf wizard didn't i yes yeah yeah and that was the page i was looking for it for um yeah, so if uh, if you're interested in promos, then go go check it out. I think perhaps maybe newer players who've not been around for a while might be more interested in that as a little exercise in looking back at some of the stuff that's been going on over the years they've not been in the game. Yeah, maybe cool. To, I'll be checking that out. Yeah, uh, maybe to frustration. That reminds me, actually. If, um, did you take those couple of pictures I asked for? Um, no. <laughs> Okay, well, I'll, I'll soon have a, a complete set. There's two that I, I don't have any photos of, but uh, I, I'm sorting them out through a couple of other people. But uh, yeah, that's the first of these these pages I've been brushing up and updating, adding new stuff into. Uh, so go check out the useful resources tab, folks, on britwiller6.com. See you there. Mm. And that's yeah, and that's about it for me. That's my exciting two weeks. Cool. Apart from, apart from. The obvious, which we're going to have a good old natter chatter batter about. Yes, absolutely. Which was the Dice Masters versus Cancer 2021 event weekend. So uh, should we we might as well just get into it, shall we? Should we not dilly dally around and move on to that segment? Uh, yeah, we're going to give the listeners a breakdown of what we're talking about, or we're just going to jump in feet first. Uh, I could do a quick quick breakdown. So uh, two featured segments in this episode for you all to enjoy. Um, Andy and I are going to do a tournament report talking about the Dice Masters versus Cancer 2021 uh, tournament. Or Well, I say tournament report because there's like a bigger picture bit here as well that uh, we want to touch upon as uh, in addition to talking about the actual Saturday event. And then um, it's been a long time since we've done this. We've got our next Ministry of Dice, the bar contestant with us today who I'm sure it will not surprise anyone to know was the winner of the Saturday event, Dice Masters versus Cancer. Congratulations and celebrations. Yes, so we'll be having a conversation with that individual who I'll formally announce in a moment at the top of the next segment and then running them through their paces in a classic Ministry of Dice quickfire two-minute round. The bar. And with all that said and done, that should bring us to the end of the episode. I think it will. Absolutely. So, should we crack on with it, my man? Let's do it. Yes, okay then, folks. Welcome back. And here we are with the main featured segment, the Dice Masters versus Cancer 2021 after show special. <laughs> Your excited responses need some work today, Chief. <laughs> 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 and before we go any further we must start by asking everyone to uh, clap their hands and congratulate whip it good the dice masters versus cancer 2021 champion this year well done jason whoop, whoop. 
Yeah. So 28 players turned out to take part in the event, giving us five rounds. Quick reminder, if you've uh, not been around this, your first time around these parts, we were playing a single set team building format, which meant that all eight of your cards had to be from the same set, unless your set had no basic actions, in which case we had a list of, you know, what to use in that instance. Um, so good turnout very pleased to see 28 people and a massive thank you to everyone who came out and played thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you uh whip it good after a grueling five rounds went undefeated five and oh to take the top spot he did didn't he and the question of the day is what was the strongest set yeah, absolutely. And uh, Jason was running a Tomb of Annihilation Dragons team. Wee, wow, wee, wow. Yeah, absolutely. So mostly, I think the driving force of his team, the, the one game that we watched, there was lots of kind of um, create food and water and Ring of Winter stuff going on in order to ramp and churn his bag and to get the dragons out that he needed. But the gold dragon was the, the big play was from indeed. my recollection. Yeah. Old school, um, absolutely, yeah. That was 2018. Although it got, about, uh, I was about to say, I was about to go old school, Tomb of Annihilation. But no, you're absolutely right. It is old school. Yeah, it's uh, 2018, overshadowed slightly by uh, the Uanti and that bollocks, but uh, strong yeah. nonetheless. I remember facing Ben on 2018. He had a Ring of Winter Red Dragon team. Yes, yes, he did. Um, so, uh, really, really great, really strong team. Um, I think well put together to manoeuvre through some of the challenges that you get in single set. Uh, Jason had loaded up with the Staff of the Forgotten One, for example, to combo with his breath weapons to make sure that he was clearing them boards on the other side of the table. Bit of a teary battle stat for some swarm. Uh, and then a really cheeky doppelganger in the mix to copy opposing characters, which I thought was a nice little twist. There's so much text on that card. <laughs> there is definitely more than five lines of text on that card. <laughs> I'm just having a look at it now. It's mental. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven lines of text. Not for well, me. Doppelganger, in it? You know what I mean? Um, should anybody be curious, the second place and third place was taken respectively by General Nemesis, Dana, and Ben Said Scott, our current world championship, uh, world champion. Uh, General Nemesis was running a Justice campaign box team, which was pretty similar to the one I run on stream, actually, a couple of weeks back, although uh, Dana was uh, playing around with some Green Lantern human action in the mix and had the Strike Superman for a bit of additional muscle. Uh, and, ben, and, and, ben, and Ben kicked it really old school with Uncanny X-Men. Uncanny X-Men. The only only team from UXM. Yes, that's right. Um, ben obviously making heavy use of his favourite ramp global, Professor X. And then he had the Falcon that made psychics unblockable in the mix. And the uh, Namor that's unblockable when, he, uh, when you have at least two, was it two other characters? top of my head i think so yeah yeah and uh, with a little bit of transfer power for some cheeky attack stat swappage shenanigans which is uh, another popular move by ben that is used against me many times in the years that we played together at wkos and whatnot and the general nemesis dana's team is like proper 
Justice League, isn't it? It is just the Justice League. Yeah, pure. Brilliant. Just look yeah. at it now. It's really pretty as well. Really yes, with the Alex Ross together. artwork. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so, and Dana and Ben w- went four and one. In fact, there was a, a handful of people running four and one. Um, so, uh, so close. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. They were just uh, mentioning about the sets, of course. The X Men Forever campaign box and associated team packs was interestingly the most used set. There were four teams on the day that used. That's um, crazy. That's yeah. that set. Yeah. Um, uh, largely speaking, as well. Uh, what was interesting was there's a couple of other sets that featured quite heavily. Uh, so Infinity Gauntlet had three teams on the day. Uh, World's Finest had three teams on the day. And the Justice Campaign Box had three teams on the day uh, with a handful of twos and ones to fill out the 28 teams. And what was interesting was that, largely speaking, even within the single set format, there was quite a bit of variety in amongst those teams. So the X-Men Forever Campaign Box stuff, for example, there was two teams that were the sort of classic kind of x-men thing hope uh the jubilee that does the ping damage when she attacks uh the Iceman, right on schedule is it i've just completely blanked on the subtitle on that one too cool for words too cool for words who's right on schedule what was i thinking of with that that's the one from uxm though isn't it oh is it so i'm remembering an Iceman, just the wrong Iceman. i'll give myself that um so there was two teams there but there was one team that was uh, like a brotherhood of evil mutants villains build uh, and there was one team that focused on the uh deadpool you know the one that with the overcrush that gets the stat bump and has that funky oh, yeah. janky global yeah great great dice i like that yes yeah absolutely uh or the justice campaign bots for example so there was some justice league but there was also a legion of doom villains team in the mix i like that team as well yeah, well, I thought that was interesting, actually. I think I said on stream at the time, so that was maybe, was it Scoop or Mr. Spin? Uh, Scoop. Scoop did the Justice kind of villains one. Yeah, um, and I said on stream that, um, I mean, Strong in general, he was using the Black Adam um, that makes KO'd cards go to the use pile and the Scarecrow that increases the purchase cost and the Parasite that gives the stat bump and um, you know cool stuff like that, all driven by that Gorilla Grodd that you're a big fan of. Hells yeah. Yeah, uh, Stronger Than You, the one we strike and call out. Uh, however, there was a, a Metalo on his team, uh, which is the one that makes Legion of Doom characters free to field but also increases the fielding cost on justice league characters and i said at the time oh isn't that an interesting twist because if he ends up facing any of the other justice league teams then he'll be re- that that quite specific case yeah <laughs> yeah he'll be well well catered for so i thought that was interesting um the, the only set that really had uh, a lot of similarities Actually, no, I'm, I'm lying there, but the, the world's finest stuff was a big kind of Bat Family focus. Um, although, to be fair, in defense of like Papa Chaz, his was sort of um, playing around with the flip mechanic from the set, which I thought was nice. Yeah, because um, it was it, it was all female characters. Uh, oh, I don't rem- I don't remember specifically. I'd have to look the team up so on the. They are in the order in which people submitted them, but if you use the useful table at the top and click the link, it should take you straight to the team. Ooh, that clever. is in alphabetical order. 
Yeah, so Bat, Batgirl, Catwoman, Harley Quinn, Huntress, Batwoman, uh, and then uh, the Bat Signal and Utility Belt as actions. So lots of flipping, lots of flipping women. Yeah, you've gone really quiet again. Sorry, I moved around. Sit still, fidget ass. I can't help it. I get excited <laughs> talking about Dice Masters. <laughs> it sounds like you're sat in another room. Um, yeah, so even even within the world's finest there, having a, a kind of bat family kind of thing going on, even within that, I would probably argue that Infinity Gauntlet, as the other larger appearing set, has a lot of repetition in it because that really is the Infinity Gauntlet control all over the place. Typhoid Mary, um, Spider-Man, uh, Public Menace, the spin-down Black Widow, the... Um, Drax. The Drax, yeah, just all over the place, using a lot of villainous pat and investigation for ramp. Indeedly, do's yeah. Um, so that's interesting. So the the total set breakdown, just very quickly, there was one WWE team, one Warhammer Forty K team, four X Men Forever teams, uh, two Tomb of Annihilations, two Avengers Infinity campaign box and associated team packs, a big Cree Captain focus on them you know villains making the big creek captains the batman set twice infinity gauntlet three times world's finest three times the justice campaign box three times guardians of the galaxy twice Ooh. Uh, x-men first class twice green arrow and the flash once uxm once and teenage mutant ninja turtles once shout out to my man ingledoo turtles ingledoo that's great yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure he played it for the memes, but still respect. So uh, a fair variety uh, across across all the sets. Uh, and one of the things we did wonder was whether there would be a, a kind of focus. Well, actually, yeah, maybe there was a bit more of a leaning towards modern. No, I don't think there was, actually. I think it's a good spread between the golden and the modern there. Um, but what that does mean is that there was no Avengers versus X-Men, no Age of Ultron, no Civil War, uh, no Thor, although there would have been had you played. Uh, no Warlight, no Battle for Faerun, no Faerun Under Siege, and no Yu-Gi-Oh. No Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, um, I know we joke, but uh, I, I'm, I might have wondered if the likes of Blue Eyes White Dragon, Jinzo, you know, may have been attractive enough cards for people to yeah. cobble, cobble a team around. Um, I think the no AVX, well, this leads me to my next question, really, because um, the one thing that seemed very apparent to me is that the while people did build teams to secure a couple of team-building raffle tickets for the prizes, it, it didn't dominate the team-building the way we did wonder it might beforehand. No, no, it didn't. Um, although I think, I think the penalties may have influenced it because there wasn't a great deal of the power cards that we outlined in the penalties. I know, right? I'm surprised there wasn't a bard that rocked up. I thought someone would have gone full bard. Yeah, for sure. There was only one Becky Lynch. We didn't see any Green Devil Mask. Didn't see any Super Rare Uantes. Uh, we didn't see any Cosmic Cubes around. Um, so uh, despite some of my concerns, I was expressing prior to the event that maybe the achievements and penalties were going to over-influence the team building and perhaps be damaging. That doesn't appear to have been the case. Yeah, it's a good spread. It's nice. Yeah, I yeah. Hope everyone had fun with the variety of teams. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's get down to the nitty gritty because, of course, this was a fundraising event. It was a fundraising event for charity. 
for charity, yeah. So, quick reminder, everybody: uh, Dice Masters versus Cancer. The the funds go to Cancer Research UK. Uh, that's all uh, as a part of our involvement with the Gaming versus Cancer kind of collaborative here in the UK um, that traditionally comes together every November to raise money, um, but has been struggling a bit over the last two years. Um, so the event itself raised uh, approximately £280. I haven't got the final figure yet because exchange rates and fees and things, um, but it's going to be around £280. But that, that wasn't the only way we were raising money. We also had, uh, so far to date, £463 in additional donations. Wow. Absolutely. Yeah, that's just incredible, isn't it? That's from uh, people entering the nerdy quote quiz that we did. Um, that's just people out the kindness of their own heart pitching in. Perhaps they weren't able to play but still wanted to contribute to the fundraising effort. Uh, and that was also in response to the spoiler video that went out on the Sunday night. We did a, a video of Dark Phoenix spoilers that was in support of the fundraising effort as well. Um, so that's giving us a grand total so far. This is an approximate figure of £743. We wah, woo wah. Yeah. And in addition to that, that doesn't include the custom playmat contribution from Patriot Games, which I don't think we've actually mentioned on the podcast yet. I'm just not sure if we have. So if you don't know what we're talking about, head on over to Patriot Games or BritRoller6.com and find the link. Uh, because that will take you to the Dice Masters versus Cancer 2021 commemorative dice map. You could own it. You can indeed. And a proportion of the sale, uh, Patriot Games have uh, very kindly committed to uh, as a contribution, as a donation. Amazing. Uh, yeah, uh, and it's a great map. Really funny. If it, certainly, if you're a listener of the podcast and you've been following along with some of our laborious repeated jokes <laughs> then you what should you hopefully mean? then you should hopefully enjoy the map and all the various easter eggs that are tucked away in it so uh, yeah definitely check that out uh, the link as andy says is floating around on britroll 6 and on our socials and such like um but yeah that's that's a a great effort from the community um so thank you everyone so very very much thank you, thank you, thank you. yeah and and next year enter the quiz because the prizes were banging yeah the quiz prize was an autographed super rare constantine hellblazer uh, with uh, sporting eric lang and mike elliott's autographs on them i want it well you can't have it it's on its way out to i think it was andy may who won that one yeah my, my american doppelganger absolutely Andy uh, andy america our north american correspondent there yep I've heard um, that he does a great English accent and pretends to be a uh, an English gent called Roger Thundercrack. <laughs> True story. True story. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's a really great effort. I mean, last year we raised uh, around seven hundred pound, um, so it's great to see that we have you know met that threshold and beaten it this year. We are still raising funds for the event. So yes, please don't be shy. Uh, the GoFundMe is still open. I'll make sure the link is in the description, the podcast description down below. You can still buy the playmat. You can still make additional donations through uh, through the GoFundMe. Um, or you can go and watch the spoiler video because the, the link to the GoFundMe is on the bottom of the screen through the entire duration of the vid. Spoiler video? 
Yes, that's right. What's um, so, going on there? So as a special little gift to say thank you to everyone who has contributed and helped us raise those funds, um, we released a few of the spoilers that WizKids have given us that we had in the back pocket. Um, or, well, we, gave, we revealed a few of them on stream live on the day. As, as part of our big finish at the end of the end of the night uh, but then i also popped a video out uh, the following day with the three spoilers that we showed on stream and a couple of extras too so now all the characters have been revealed yes that's correct we can we can confirm now that the gaps in the uh, in the kind of character roster are corsair emma frost and rogue and if you want to go see the first reveals of those characters go check out the video or go on over to britroller6.com and head into our unreleased set spoilers galleries and you'll see them there and you can soak up the game text but remember please that those spoilers were revealed in support of dice masters versus cancer 2021 if you love dice masters if you love dice masters spoilers and you love us spoiling dice masters for you and you hate cancer then please consider giving a bit of money to support us in our fundraising effort say thank you for sharing our spoilers with you nice that was very well like presented i like it thank you yeah Good work. Uh, absolutely and when you watch the video don't skip forward to just see the cards watch the bit about the the fundraising sit through the fir- at least the first three minutes where i talk about you know how much cancer charities are struggling this year and how you can donate and stuff oh, has it got a serious bit uh yes it has yeah wow like comic relief when they have little serious bits. I suppose kind of, although I wasn't that wasn't what I was thinking of at the time. <laughs> did you do it on location? No, I did not. I recorded it a while ago, so I was upstairs in the bedroom. This is True Mr. Six. <laughs> Getting yeah. kicked out of a cancel ward. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That'd be amazing. We used to do that. No, but not really do that, but pretend to do, not pretend do something similar that doesn't involve us looking bad in a hospital. Dig, dig, <laughs> dig, dig. I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh dear. So yeah, great effort all around, everybody. Thank you so very much. Um, we'll close all the fundraising effort at the end of the month, I think, is what I'll do. Nice nice and round time to quote. Yeah. So I'll keep it running until Tuesday the 30th. And we'll gather the final total uh, then and let you all know. So keep an eye out on the socials and round it about for the, for the final number. But an exceptional effort, everybody. Thank you so very much for helping us out this year. And remember, we'll be back next November uh, fighting cancer once again with our friends and community uh in dice masters next november all right well done everyone considering we've not had any new product for a past year the fact that we managed to get anywhere near last year's numbers is mind-blowing so thank you very much yeah it is it's exceptional isn't it it really it really is exceptional just just so incredible that people mobilize the way that they do and the support they show us for the for the cause man uh, and put together awesome teams Great night's dice. I think single set was a success. I think single set was definitely a lot better than the 10 and 10 we done when did last time. Uh, yeah, I would agree with that. Definitely. Variety of teams you had when I mean, we didn't ban anything, did we? Like, and no, just went with the restrictions of the, uh, the, the penalties and achievements uh, and the sets themselves. And 
yeah, the variety, the the good, well balanced teams. There are some, all of them were pretty strong, apart from Ingle Juice. Um, <laughs> and even then, like we were commenting that like he was taking it to the wire, like he was not given in easily. His games went on for the wire for the most part, so he was proper. Yes, putting in the um, putting in the blood, sweat, and tears. Uh, yeah, it's just overall great event. I definitely, we'll definitely be doing single set along with like single affiliation is good bread and butter. Like, always goes down well, but single set is definitely, I think, up there with it. Uh, yeah, I agree. Uh, definitely want to keep on the short list for shizzle. Um, so that's it for now. We'll we'll be in touch with you all again uh, the next time we're putting an event on. Our, our next event will be a MOD. PDM, just a classic one, just a get together for the sake of it. Um, we'll talk about that in the new year. Oh, we'll face to face. Maybe, yeah, we can talk about that for sure. Ooh. Yeah, I've I've not really. I need to sort of reach out to some of the stores and stuff that we talked to, and really been talking to them for a while. How old Seth now? Forty three. <laughs> well, that would make him older than me. <laughs> I, bet, I bet he's like giant. Bet he's taller than Paul, isn't he? Probably. I've not. I've not really. I saw him at the UK Games Expo. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. Smoking cigars with his cider and the same hat on. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so I think that about does it. Uh, I'm I'm working on a highlights reel from the stream. Oh yeah. Good luck. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah, I'm going to need it. Um, but so far, all none of the content has been Dice Masters related. It's mostly been random conversation between me and you and the chat in between the games. It <laughs> <laughs> is the highlights, though. Yes, yeah, we've got six hours of stream, though, so it's taken me a while, so that one, that one might take a bit to drop. Unsurprising. So we have a yeah. chat with Whip It Real Good. Yes, I think we should. So, uh, folks, we, we'll wrap up our chat there and let's now move on to meet Jason and congratulate him on his win. Whoop, whoop. Yes, okay, welcome back, everybody. And have we, once again here at the Ministry of Dice, got a treat for you. I'd like everyone to give a super warm welcome to our Dice Masters versus Cancer 2021 champion, Jason, otherwise known online as Whip It Good. Welcome, Jason. Thank you, thank you. Hi, guys, how are you doing today? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. We uh, Our day is coming soon to a close. I think you're in the middle of the afternoon, aren't you, over there? Yep. Yeah, it's just about starting to get dark here now. So, yeah. Uh, sure. Yeah, so um, it's uh, once I've finished up with you guys, I'll be uh, lying on the sofa consuming some TV before falling asleep. <laughs> it's going to be a barnstorm around these parts. <laughs> <laughs> So, folks, we've asked Jason to come and join us because, as we mentioned in the previous segment there, Jason is the winner of our Dice Masters versus Cancer event that took place this weekend just gone. And in addition to that, Jason is going to face the legendary Ministry of Dice's The Bar. (laughs) Yes. Um, So, uh, Jason, let's have a bit of a chat, shall we? Let's talk a bit about Dice Masters versus Cancer. Absolutely. you went 5-0, and oh, undefeated through all five rounds with your team of dragons. 
uh, lovely, lovely, big fire-breathing dragons. Um, so, uh, mate, just tell us, how did you find the event? Well, I frequently go to uh, Discord and play on the WDA, the Weekly Dice Arena. And I also competed in the last tournament, which was Roll for the North. And sure. so things pop in there whenever there's new events and saw that Dice Masters vs. Cancer was coming up. I participated in last year, so I was familiar with about what time of the year it was. And so I went in, saw when all the dates were, and registered for the event. Very good. And on the day, you, you faced quite a range of opponents uh, through the yes. course of the thing. So how, how did you find the event on the day overall? What was uh, what was your – give us the rundown of your sort of broad day as it unfolded. You want, like, talking the individual matches or like... – you can go into as much or as little detail as you feel comfortable okay. with, my friend. Well, fair enough. So, you know, I started out the day uh, looking at the team list and noticed that there was a pattern with a few of them and thought maybe I might have missed the mark with my team. Uh, seeing that other people had leaned into either the, I think it's Avenger Affinity campaign box, uh, mm. with the X-Men characters, or going with the IG set and yeah. a lot of the roll-down characters. So I was like, well, we shall see how this goes, because I didn't practice against either of those oh. things. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> wasn't sure what I was stepping into at that point. Uh, my first match was against somebody who was running the IG set. I think it was Mr. Spin, and he had Drax sure. and Typhoid Mary as well. And I wasn't fully sure how the Ring of Winter interacted with Drax, and we ended up, I think, calling you into the, the – our game to kind of get a ruling on that to find out that the ring of winter does bypass Drax as I thought mm. it may. And yeah. That was cheeky a, little workaround, isn't it? Yeah. That was a big change of momentum in that match because I had started out pretty strong and he started to get control because he was getting his um, Spider-Man's out there and the black widow was doing its energized thing. And I was starting to take hits because you know, you can't just let Spider-Man keep attacking you because you're going to lose your entire field. So mm. like, oh boy. And then Ring of Winter hit and I had three dragons there. And I was like, well, if this works the way I think it does and bypasses Drax, I'm putting three level threes into the board and have the energy to trigger breath weapon. And that's, you know, changed the match back completely the other direction. Mm. And then um, so some of the other matches, I, I can't remember who it was. I don't know if it was Peter or if it was the match I played after that that was playing with the Danger Room. Kind of a similar strategy where you're kind of blowing out the field. Sure. Um, you know, strategy. And I also had that Staff of the Forgotten One that could do the same thing if I got into a spot where I was up against a lot of defense. And uh, that didn't happen too much. I was surprised how few characters, I guess, out there don't have a defense of higher than four because – when you're triggering that double breath weapon, you know, dealing four damage, it it clears a lot. <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask you that actually because I was curious. We we obviously watched your uh, last game of the of the event um, as yes. you were in the kind of in the sort of final match to determine who was the the winner between you and Dana. But earlier on, we'd been talking about the teams, and I was curious about the staff of Forgotten One and whether you needed it or used it much. Um, but I suppose further to that, uh, the you must have been generating a lot of energy to be able to pay for the breath weapon. Yeah, that's why I brought crate food and water. Uh, mm. It was usually my first purchase. I went first every game, which that never happens for me. So I was like, wow, this has been very convenient. So I would buy that. If for some reason I had a sidekick that just didn't want to hit energy, 
I would, you know, if I had a bolt, I'd buy the ring of winter instead, but sure. usually went with the create food and water. Cause I knew I needed to get, get as many dice prepped as possible. And if you buy it early enough, you can get a good chunk if everything goes as planned and you can use the global itself to kind of dictate how that lines up. Yeah. So I, I had that there. That was really the only other way I had other than decreasing the cost with the silver dragon. Um, you know, there wasn't, and then the global on the ring of winter as well. Sure. I only had two dragons that were higher than or six or higher. So that helped as well. But the goal I think I had was on turn three. I was hoping that I was pulling both the create food and water and the ring of winter and they both hit energy. And then I could buy a red dragon at that point if everything else was energy. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. Nice. So you had it all kind of planned out for your first couple of turns to make sure that you were in a position to buy the dragons. And then once you got yes. the dragons, make the best use of the, um, uh, the breath weapon game effect. Well, yeah. I usually sat back and waited because with that team, I don't want to leave the board too open. And you know, if you get a character out there with like three defense, uh, it, I, I can do the damage with the breath weapon, but it doesn't do what it needs to do. So I, I found mathematically before doing the event that if I had um, the red dragon on, you know, regular level, you know, level two, the silver on level two, a Bateri on level two and a sidekick, that was 20 damage. And I would sure. just kind of build to get to that point. If somebody had something that was big enough out that could stop me from using two breath weapons, then the forgot or the staff, the forgotten one was brought in to clear the field so that they could walk through. Yeah, yeah, sure. Oh, that's nice. So you yeah, thought about it in both directions to make sure that you can play offensively and defensively as required. Yes. Um, yeah, lovely. Uh, I mean, I was going to ask you, actually, uh, Jason, uh, the, the choice of dragons for the event was quite interesting. I mean, it's a single-set format, obviously. Uh, a lot of people had gone, uh, I suppose, somewhat driven by the achievements and penalties, to use, as you observe some of the newer stuff with the... X-Men Forever campaign box and the Infinity Gauntlet set, etc. Yes. Et but um, tell us, well, why, why dragons? Why did you pick dragons? Other than the fact that obviously it was a, capable of winning. <laughs> They're dragons, so I, I love dragons. That's that's a easy one for me there. Uh, anytime I can get a chance to play with them, I, I will do so. I even considered them for the last year's event with the single affiliation. It was one mm. of the golds, but it was just a little too slow in that one, so I, I didn't go with it, but it was definitely at the top. or One of the ones at the top of my list that I was trying for. Um, I'm still a bit newer than a lot of the, the more seasoned players here, so I didn't get to do a lot of the stuff with Tomb of Annihilation, so my team may have looked similar to somebody who had seen something like that in the past, but to me, that was... I've never tried that before and I wasn't really sure how it was going to work in fire. And I will fully admit that I didn't realize ring of winter brought all dragons in from the use pile. I only thought it did one. Uh, oh. <laughs> it wasn't until I was reading that after I, you know, the, the whole Drax thing happened early on in that first game. And I was like, Whoa, Whoa. And that's, that's different than I thought, but I had never had more than one in the use pile. So it, <laughs> it never came up in practice. <laughs> Yeah, it's devastating. Uh, I actually, uh, so over on, on my website, Britroller6, I actually wrote an article at the time Ring of Winter came out saying, is this is this card for real? Is it, because <laughs> it is utterly ridiculous. Not only does it give you scope to uh, speed up your dice cycle, so mm -hmm. you, you basically skip the bag out of the story. Not only does it give you a global to help you buy them quicker, yep. um, but it grabs them all. I just yeah. puts them all in the field. It's it's outrageous, and it's yeah. I mean, it's a super powerful card. And one of the things we were talking about uh, recently was about like which is the most powerful set, uh, and we kind of ended up 
with a conclusion that all sets have got a power card or two. You know, every yes. set has got something that stands out. Uh, and Ring of Winter most definitely was one of the ones that stood out for the community uh, around Tomb of Annihilation. I think it just uh, ended up getting a bit overshadowed by the Yuanti Pureblood, of course. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. that is a one of my favorite cards to get in draft, just the just the basic common one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gee, it is, Andy. Jason's he's a, obviously one of them filthy power player types. The common one isn't too bad. Yep. Is that the uh, unblockable, isn't it, when the attune yes. goes off the common one? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, very good. Uh, so you mentioned you've not been playing for all that long, Jason. How long How long have you been in the game and in the community? It's been about three years now. Uh, and when I started out, I wasn't playing very frequently at that point. Um, so I, I think it was right about the time when the campaign boxes started. Like the, sure. the, the mod, what is modern campaign boxes, which I don't know if that's right after Thor or Guardians, but somewhere around there is when I started. Yeah. Yeah, it will have been. It will have been uh, Avengers Infinity probably um, around that time. Yeah, that would have um, been the first one, yep. Sure. So uh, I suppose uh, my follow-up question to that would be then what, what kind of drew you in? What attracted you to the game? Ah, yes. So uh, Comics Mike that plays in here, you see him in Discord and whatnot, uh, who's the owner of Mike's Comic Shop. And yep. Down Everyone down. frequent oh, Mike's Comic Shop? Oh, yes, absolutely. If you ever need something contact him he knows either has it or he knows how to acquire it especially dice masters related yeah and him and i became friends over the last few years and this is his game like he loves this game and i'm i'm kind of into whatever games like anything's out there seems somewhat fun i'll, I'll play it <laughs> kept trying to get me to you know join in with the group and you know they had a guy who left the group and they were at an odd number and they're like you know maybe you can step in. So I started buying some parts, you know, pieces and started to get, you know, feel of it. It played differently than anything I was currently playing. So I was like, well, this is a little tricky and I was struggling with it quite a bit at the start, but uh, he's really good, good and patient with working with you and helping out. And, you know, so over the time I started to learn, you know, how to build teams and combos and understand the kill condition and ramp and all that stuff. And, you know, it, you know, it's very good. And we also have another player in there. Who I'll throw a good shout out for his name's Dan. Uh, one of the best team builders I've ever seen. I, I wish he would get out and play more and I understand why he doesn't, but his knowledge of the game is amazing. And uh, anytime it, the dragons team, ha great majority of that kind of came out of some of his thinking. So um, yeah, he, he's really, really good. So I, I get to, practice and play with two really strong players and we also have another newer guy in the group who's been playing about a year and his name's john and uh, he's kind of where i was you know a couple years back <laughs> sure yeah sure brilliant um oh that's nice to hear that's lovely to hear i mean we know comics mike very well um yes. we've hung out with him a few times he comes and joins us on stream every now and again uh also comics mike gotta give him a massive call out uh, jason just mentioned if you try to get hold of stuff uh comics mike has definitely helped me out get my hands on some bits i wanted uh in the past uh, and shipped it over here to me because he's yes. a legend so <laughs> big shout out to comics mike and the crew at mike's comics that's in uh, michigan yes so yeah if you're ever in the area folks swing in and say hi tell them we sent you um so yeah that's that's your local scene so how often do you guys get together then jason uh, when I first started, it was every other week, uh, and then you know that stayed that way for a while, and then COVID happened, so we didn't get together for a couple months because of that, and that's what kind of drew me on the online scene. 
but after that, you know, we got back to playing and we, we wanted to play more often. So we started playing every week. So right now we're doing every Wednesday. So we just were together last night playing what were we were doing. Great, single, great. single affiliation last night was what our size. Oh, we're big fans of single affiliation around these parts. What did yeah. you play? Uh, last night I went with uh, one of my lesser teams. I was using uh, the Space Marines and Venerable, Venerable Dreadnought and, you know, just, you know, the pinging stuff and building the field up and walking through yeah. it. Uh, but you know, I, you did that for the Dice Masters versus Cancer last year, and I, I brought Green Arrow for that one. No fancy ring, and I have some other teams built up. We're gonna keep doing it for the next couple of weeks. So you know, nice. Play some. Yeah, other nice. <laughs> very cool. Yeah, yeah, very cool indeed. Uh, I'm. A, we like stuff that's themey, uh, and I think one of the reasons why your team caught our eye before you'd gone on to obviously do as well as you did in the event was because it was a very thematic team. We love a good bit of theme. Yes. Yeah. Brilliant. Okay. So, um, so overall, I mean, obviously, uh, we we spoke to you very briefly. I was doing some video editing earlier on today, um, and I've got a little snippet of audio from the highlights where where just as I'm fading you out to start commentating on your game, you said to Dana, "I can't believe I'm here. <laughs> I can't believe it. I'm nervous." <laughs> yes. Yeah. I've been, you know. My growth just in the time from starting with around, you know, March of, what was it, a year or so ago, 2020, to now and, you know, getting to play against all these top players and, you know, developing the game and getting a better understanding for it. Just being at that point, I've been knocking on the door, it felt like, but I just couldn't quite get there. You know, I, I get close to top five and just, just kind of miss out, have either like a really bad turn in a game or mm. just kind of miss something that I didn't know would be out there and, it was just like, okay, you know, I, I feel like I could be there, but you know, I, I don't know. And yeah, it was, it was nice to, to actually get the chance to, to be the top spot for once. And uh, yeah, it, it was uh, kind of unreal. <laughs> well, you know, uh, well-deserved my friend. Um, it well put together team played really well. Um, you did your prep, got your reps in, got yourself all set and ready to go. And then, and then came uh, and did the business on the day uh, and to go undefeated is a tremendous record so you should be very pleased with yourself oh absolutely yeah but all that aside jason all that yes. aside, i mean this is a lovely conversation it's nice to hear about jason and talk to you about your experience with dice masters but there's there's some very important business that we need to take care of today okay uh well two pieces of important business actually uh, i'll do one first your online handle whip it good causes me and andy a great deal of amusement yes and i wonder if there's a story there uh, i mean it's not as crazy as probably most people would think but uh my family here is a very proud owner of three whippets the dog breed and you know that's kind of our thing and just the song from devo and having whippets and thinking that they're the best dogs <laughs> in the world and by the way i had whippets before most people thought they were cool so and right now they're like a big <laughs> thing in the world that everyone's finally realizing how awesome of a dog they are like my oldest one's at 10 years old right now and the other two are six but i just figured that coming up with an id name and all that i wanted something that kind of played off of you know what something i'm known for is with my dogs so whip it good is what it became well, there you go. Not not what we thought, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> what did you guys think it was? Um, not anything we could express on a family friendly ah, podcast. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we we just felt the 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 whip it element was relevant. Yeah, none of that as of yet. <laughs> it's always time. It's always time. 
Sure. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's important business piece number one. Important business piece number two, Jason, you are going to face the Ministry of Dice's The Bar today. Mm-hmm. So let's do some quiz time. Andy, Hello. I'm going to hand over to you. Thank you very to, much. To uh, get Jason put him through his paces. <laughs> well, uh, should we put the theme tune in? Oh, uh, yeah, go on. Uh, shall I put it in now? Right now. No, it doesn't feel right. Give it a sec. No. No, no, no. No, no, no. no. See, you're, you're always too... You, you just, you're always chomping. You're always jumping. Get Just ease into it. Like, now. No, no. Easy. Now. No. Now. Okay, uh, over to Andy. <laughs> Thank you very much. I can't remember what we do. It's been so long since we've done a bar. Uh, but uh, the rules are as follows. Let's see if I can uh, remember. So it is two minutes of quick fire questions. I'll answer, ask the question. Um, if you answer correct, we'll move on to the next one. If you answer incorrectly, I will let you know what the correct answer is. If you don't know, uh, then you can play a bit tactically and pass, and I'll go straight on to the next question. Uh, Chris okay. will take the scores as we go along and let us know at the end. Are you ready, Chris? I'm all set. I've got a pen. It's a fancy one today. It's my fancy silver one. Very nice. Um, and I have uh, my work notebook on the desk, so Perfect. Uh, I'm, th- I'm throwing it in, in amongst some notes about some deadlines I've got to meet. Yes, very professional, very professional. And the specialist subject of your choice was Tomb of Annihilation, which seems fitting after the uh, your winning team uh, was built yes. from that set. So, Chris, count us in. All right. Uh, so, oh, uh, one other thing, Jason, is I will give you a one-minute, 30-second, and 10-second warning. Okay. So I'll yell out on the timer when you're... Uh, one minute in, a minute and a half in, and a minute 50 in. Okay. All right. Are you ready, Jason? I'm as ready as I'm going to be, I think. <laughs> Everybody says that. Andy, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. I'm starting the clock in three, two, one, go. What is the only two cost basic action in the set? Two cost basic action. Oh, boy. Uh, heavy armor? Correct. What is the keyword shared by all three versions of Materi Battlestack? Swarm. Correct. What energy type is Chewinga? Bolt. Correct. What color dice is Elf Druid? Uh, it's like a greenish-yellow color, I think. Yeah, I'll take it green. Correct. Uh, what is the Frost Giant's fielding cost at level three? Uh, three. Correct. What is the purchase cost of all three versions of Human Outlander? Four. Correct. What is the purchase cost of all three versions of Cobalt Trap? One. Correct. What colour is Queen Grabstab's die? Green. Correct. What is the defence of the Stone Golem on level three? Six. Oh, no, seven. Uh, oh, whilst Tabaxi Rogue Lesser Zintarum is active, what happens when the uh, when you, uh, dice is drawn outside the clear and draw step? 
deal one damage, or your opponent takes one damage if they do that. Yep, correct. Uh, what energy type is a Tomb Dwarf? Shield. Oh, no, it's a mask. What is the keyword ability of Tomb Guardian Lesser Construct? 30 seconds. Is that the one where I think you pay two, you deal one damage to both players? Oh, the keyword ability. Oh, keyword. Uh, that's not fabricate. Uh, yeah, correct. Uh, okay. What is the keyword ability on the super rare Valindra Shadow Mantle, right hand of Shadow Ten seconds. Energy drain? Oh, it's close as energy drain too. Yanti Pure Blood needs no introduction. What is your attack on level one? Two? Correct. That was good. That was a good run. Thank you. Did better than I thought I was going to do. <laughs> well, uh, uh, Jason, me and, uh, and me and Andy were talking the other night um, when I let Andy know uh, what what theme you wanted for your quiz. And uh, Andy, do you want to share with Jason uh, what you realised about Tomb of Annihilation? Um, what did I realise about Tomb of Annihilation? Would it be the uh, secondary names are all easy because of lesser, greater, and Paragon? <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I was talking with reference to the last time we had someone pick it as a theme for their quiz. Well, yes. So Chris from uh, Chris and Rob's Game Room uh, did choose Tomb of Annihilation for his uh, The Bar many, many moons ago. Uh, so I did have the questions already set up, uh, but because of um, how how well he did... <laughs> um, I decided that I wouldn't reuse them uh, and I would do fresh ones because, uh, because yeah, it's a hard set to do. It's a hard set. Chris uh, scored a grand total of three, Jason. Well done, Chris. <laughs> right. Are you, do you want you? Oh, sorry, mate. Say again. I said it could have been nerves for him, though, too. Yeah, you know, I know sometimes I could freeze up and it wouldn't be good. <laughs> <laughs> well, you didn't freeze up today. No way. Are you ready for your grand total? Sure. Okay, here we go. Uh, so one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Solid score. Yeah, that's eleven out of fourteen questions, Jason. Nice. Um, so uh, just just three. No no passes, uh, but three incorrect answers. But everything else uh, smashed it. Well done. I, th- yeah, I, I think you had the right tomb guardian, not tomb dwarf, and I would have. I knew that one. And... <laughs> <laughs> Andy, why didn't you ask him a question about the tomb dwarf? I did. You <laughs> did. Uh, tomb guardian. Sorry, I did. You <laughs> <He> did. <laughs> it was just okay. the keyword, but not the ability. But I'm very impressed uh, that you knew the ability. Yeah, yeah, that's good. And 11's uh, high up there. We, we've kind of long since lost track of the scores, but I think the top spots. In, in in the lifetime of doing this quiz with our guests has been what around round 12 13 so you're right up there jason yeah feel good then yeah absolutely yeah success. great job great <laughs> job yeah the guys at the shop won't make fun of me too much then yes. <laughs> no, <laughs> well, not I, at all. I, I know mike will have been listening for sure he's uh oh yeah him uh, and dan listen to you yeah absolutely yeah for sure yeah so there you go he didn't let you down guys michigan representing <laughs> Hi, Mike. Yeah, very good. <laughs> yeah. Mike's been threatening to... He, he did a little bit of streaming at the store, and he's been threatening to kind of really dive two feet in. Um, he's got the stuff so, to do it. It's yeah, yeah. hard to run a business and do that as well. He's a solo person operating that whole operation. So yeah, absolutely. Very challenging. Uh, <laughs> he's always bogged down with uh, uh, Magic the Gathering pre-releases. 
Yes. <laughs> uh, very good. Oh, well, 11 there, Jason. You will be uh, forever in the history, Ministry of Ice history books. Um, awesome. With your, with your big 11. Uh, tremendous. Uh, right. Uh, so, Jason, uh, an opportunity now for you. Open floor, really. Um, uh, now that we've asked our questions, we've done the quiz, is there anything you'd like to discuss or say or ask us while you have the chance? I just want to say, you know, to the whole community, the the group, you know, the, the people that are playing consistently are some of the best people around. And I've learned so much from them, you know, from either just sitting down and watching their style of play, like players like, you know, Peter and Laurier that are just so good at managing their bags and their dice. Um, I've never had the pleasure of playing Ben. I know he's fantastic, but I just, I've never played him. Somehow it's never worked out that way. I I don't know. He's all right. He's all right. He probably smoked me, but you know, it is what it is. He's generally just lucky, Jason. It's nothing to do with (laughs) Uh, I'm sure he'll appreciate that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Just everyone is so welcome. So helpful. Uh, you know, the people who put on the WDA, uh, I know right now, um, DM North is running that because, you know, being a you know dad myself, I know how you know the challenges that are going on there. I'm drawing a blank on his name right now, um, but I, I, I know he's at there. Having, having Ross, new, Ross, yes, uh, Ross yeah. having a newborn there, and so yeah, be good to see him back when he gets back as well. And just you know, everyone's so good. And if anyone's you know nervous about playing, I'm not necessarily the most social person. Um, you know, I'm a bit of an introvert, and it took me a little while to finally you know step in and play. And I. No regrets, and you know the people out there are very, very helpful. So, if you're on the verge of not, you know, not sure, give it a go. You know, there's some really good people out there, and people willing to, you know, just practice with you and play with you, even you know, not in like a organized setting too. So, I just thank everybody for giving me that chance and welcoming me in. I guess oh, it's lovely. I c- yeah, I can't, I can't follow that. <laughs> I can't follow that. Um, yeah, absolutely. Well, there you go. Then, folks, Jason, um, big advocate for uh, not only playing in person but playing online. Uh, heed his words. He is a man of wisdom. He is speaks. He speaks sense. Thank you. Yeah, come join us online. Uh, okay, then, Jason. Well, uh, all that remains to say is to thank you so very much for coming uh, on and joining us today uh, and talking about your experience at Dice Bastards versus Cancer, and of course, to once again say congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. And thank you um, guys for putting on such an awesome event and for such a great cause too. Uh, yeah. Uh, so uh, uh, we, we've pre-recorded our intro today and the total is around £750 presently. Uh, but don't forget, ladies and gents, we're still we're keeping the uh, donations open until the end of the month. So please do enjoy the spoiler video and make a donation for the spoilers that we revealed or go and buy our commemorative play map or just buy one less coffee this week and uh you know throw that in the pot just give us two or three bucks it's, it's all good it's uh, it all helps was that yes it does <laughs> uh yeah well sure uh, and andy never knows where to go when i do the serious like let's fight <laughs> cancer stuff it's all a bit because our tone isn't normally <laughs> particularly serious let's do it <laughs> Woo! yeah let's fight cancer. Up, yes i'm not sure about this, <laughs> yeah. this one less coffee though just spend a bit extra. Well, I'm just like, I wouldn't function without <laughs> like an intravenous drip of coffee. Even then, I'm half asleep and as you know, dim as dishwater. Um, so, uh, if you need a coffee, so you're skipping an extra cup then. <laughs> if you need a coffee, have a coffee, but then still chuck a couple of quid in. Yes. Okay. Well, sure. I was just trying to acknowledge the fact that you know some people budget. 
you know, or make your own coffee yeah. instead of buying a, th- a you know a three quid Starbucks or yeah, whatever. Put it in a thermos. Yeah, there you go. See, in <laughs> fact, do it for a whole week. Make your own coffee at home. Take it to the office with you. Forego Starbucks or Costa or I don't know what kind of coffee places you got over there in in North America, Jason. I suppose Starbucks is the one in it. That's the everyone's got. Yeah, there, that's Have, everywhere. We were not, Cafe I Nero. Mean, partake in coffee so i don't really know but i know starbucks is everywhere tim hortons is a canadian thing that's come down to the u.s and they're pretty big too talking about tim hortons canadian things that have come to the u.s they've opened one around the corner from my house oh have they have they yeah yeah and and the uh, trafford center which i know won't mean anything to you jason but i'm pretty sure andy will know what i'm talking about the trafford center is now owned by a canadian venture capitalist firm there you go i have got so manchester is now going to be part of canada basically i've got a story about tim hortons that i can't say on there but if you ever meet me in real life ask me i'll tell you i will do so (laughs) (laughs) that is cryptic as you like but yeah yeah that is there you go on the flip side (laughs) if you are making your coffee at home then you don't have to make coffee because you can make like a nice soup yes yeah i mean the options are limitless really hot ribena yes all right well we'll wrap that up there then so thank you for coming along jason we hope you enjoyed yourself with us today absolutely thanks for having me thank you and we'll move on to the next segment well There we are then, folks. As all things must, this episode of the Ministry of Dice has come to an end. We hope you enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed recording it. And we did. Indeed we did, yeah. Uh, So pleased that Jason came along and had a bit of a chat with us about uh, his experience at Dice Masters vs. Cancer and had a run at the bar. We did well, didn't he? Uh, Yeah, exceptional. We don't know yet. We (laughs) pre-recorded (laughs) <laughs> yeah we got no idea i hope he does turn up now we pre-recorded this <laughs> i know right and i hope he does well else i'll just look like a real sarky git standard true true uh so not a lot else to say really just a quick reminder then that we're keeping the fundraising effort open until the end of the month so take a look in the description the podcast description and uh, show notes if you will uh, to find the link to head on over to our GoFundMe or to go and watch our fundraising spoiler vid. Absolutely. Get yourself a limited edition commemorative Dice Masters vs. Cancer 2021 a dice mat now from Patriot Games. You all want one. You all need one. Everyone needs mm-hmm. a dice mat with me and Chris's face on. Absolutely. Mine hasn't actually come yet. Is it not? No, but I noticed Ben was playing with his at the weekend. So they're obviously shipping them out. Okay. <laughs> you'd, have, you'd have thought I'd have been the first person to get one, wouldn't you? <laughs> Why is that? Because of how important I am. Oh, true. Uh, because it, the map features my face. <laughs> I thought mine come through the post, but it, it was the um, Fantastic Four single-player game. Another <laughs> What am I going to do with another bloody copy? All those blank cards. (laughs) Blank cards, blank book. Honestly, jeez. dice, though. (laughs) Oh, dear. (laughs) I don't know where I'm going now. You've given me the giggles. Keep in tune for next week. And if you tune to Mod Extra, you'll hear us talking about 
Face Off, the movie. I know you all listen to this and you can't wait to listen to Mod Extra. All 10 of you bother. Not um, even 10 this time round. Not is going well Mod Extra's dying. <laughs> dying and death. <laughs> yeah. It's Goodfellas. If you're not listening to it, you should give it a listen. Goodfellas is an amazing movie. And, you know, we skirt around all the topics and talk about their collars. The, the Games and Collectibles channel's going slow as well. Do you notice that you didn't edit out the bit in between us talking about Goodfellas and the uh, outro? Uh, did I not? <laughs> oh, no. No. There's a whole I didn't bit of us just having like a natter in between recording the segments. I was oh, like, shit. What did I say? What did I say? And luckily, <laughs> it was all fine. But, um, was it? Oh, yeah, no. I clenched for a little bit. That's, again, That's I've had such a busy weekend. I was obviously rushing, did not I? I will be more precise next time. Yeah, and not even, well, not that we we don't bother with editing out the swearing on that one, but there was oh, excuse me, dinner coming back up. Um, ever the professional, uh, we didn't. Yeah, there wasn't even any swearing in it. We were just, to be honest with you, all we did was continually talk, continue to talk about Goodfellas after we'd finished and tried up the segment <laughs> that we talked about Goodfellas. So that was That's, quite interesting. That might be why I left it in. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, I left it. I left it in intentionally because I thought it was good. Good. podcast chat yeah yeah it was not an oversight in any way it was intentional if anyone out there does have any uh, ideas on how to record a good podcast about films then please do get in touch so that we can try and refine that bad boy to something that people want to listen to but other than that two weeks time we'll be back more dice masters action for your ear holes Mm. an hour's worth any ideas what we're doing yet uh I've got it written down somewhere, but I can't remember off the top of my head. Cool. It'll be great. You can guarantee on that. It's an Andy oh, it England guarantee right there. Back of the dice bag. It might be the, is it the Christmas gift guide? <laughs> Don't give it away. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, it's not It's not that. It's not that. See, we, Now we know what's going to crop up on any other podcast and YouTube videos <laughs> and everything else. <laughs> Nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think I don't think anybody listens to this last bit anyway. Do they not? They not get that far? No, Tune probably. Well, after the the AKA at the start. <laughs> yeah, they just wonder what he's to... doing AKA this week. Oh, okay, right off. I'm out. <laughs> back, back to five live. <laughs> Dancing with the stars behind the scenes. Let's get that podcast in before work. Said Stu. <laughs> <laughs> Peter Vanderbilt what? going back to his crochet weekly podcast. <laughs> Who else have we got out there? TJ. I don't really know. I don't want to be mean about TJ. I love him. Um, who else <laughs> listens? Rob Pettifor listens to the AKA, gets back to how to truck well <laughs> weekly. <laughs> Alex Dickinson with the. Oh, uh, God, here we go. <laughs> Are you going to try and list all. <laughs> all listeners let's keep yeah. going on this we've got you know just in case whip it real good doesn't turn up tomorrow uh, this could be an hour and a half long <laughs> trying to name 250 people <laughs> so what would alex would be listening to uh schizophrenia weekly um, <laughs> no he'd be um pattern shirt fashion <laughs> he does his own fashion with alex just just proof listening to it um, <laughs> right. Um, have we done? Are we doing anything else? I'm calling it there. I've been Chris, it. otherwise known as True Mr. Six. And I've been Andy, aka 
Fashion Weekly with Alex. <laughs> See you later, folks. Bye 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 bye. <laughs> Although uh, Ribena is not a thing, is it? In North in North America, no. I don't know what that is. No, no, no. That you don't have Robinsons. You don't have squash. <laughs> no. You have Kool Aid in packets and it's powder. That's right. Yeah, we've covered this subject before, Jason. Can you tell? <laughs> but we have like bottles of concentrated squash that you then water down. Oh, that sounds horrible. <laughs> No, it's incredible. It's incredible, Jason. It's nice. Okay. I have to start sending little because you can get little squeezy versions of it now. Yeah, it's nice. So I'll have to start. No, I agree. I agree with you. But it's in order to give um, our North American friends the experience of (laughs) British cordial, I'll have to build a little care package like with some Yorkshire tea bags, some crumpets, obviously, some Cadbury's chocolate. Um, Dice Masters versus Cancer 2022 prize funds, squash, (laughs) (laughs) biscuits to dunk in tea. Yeah, some rich tea or something, or some digestives. (laughs) Obnobs. There you go.